All right, today's guest on the show is uh, well, probably one of the owners of the well, my favourite venues in the UK, and also he's the CEO and founder of uh, the Music Venues Trust. Uh, a very warm welcome to uh, Mr. Mark David. Hi, how are you doing? Very well, very Stuart. Well. How are you? You getting good? Yeah, yeah, not too bad. Yeah, all right. Yeah, coping well, and uh, yeah, I've got the show back up and running, so uh, it's all good for my my books, to be honest. Um, now, you're the uh, founder and CEO of the Music Venue Trust. Uh, for those that don't know what you do, uh, could you explain a little bit about what the Music Venue Trust does? Well, the Music Venue Trust is a registered charity, um, and its principal aims is to protect, secure, and improve grassroots music venues in the UK. It was founded about six years ago, 2014, um, and it was really founded in response to the crisis that at that time was causing so many small venues to close down. We'd lost about 35% of all the trading venues across the UK in like a 10-year period. And it was almost it was almost founded against our will, frankly, because um, we, we kept looking at what was happening to venues. You know, we were seeing really iconic venues like the Duchess of York in Leeds. Uh, you know, just there was just so many of them. Prince of Charlotte and Leicester had gone. And we kept thinking, well, obviously, somebody's going to do something about this. And as it turned out, nobody did. And then we ended up doing it ourselves. So it was very organic, as you said. I, I own one of these venues. I own the Tunbridge Wells Forum with my partner there, Jason. We founded that venue. And we just saw so many of our friends, so many communities we know, losing their venues. You know, we wanted to do something about that. So that's how we came into being. Because it's such an important thing. Because obviously, I go to gigs and, and I love going to gigs and seeing live music so so these venues are so important and to to, to, to lose them is yeah it's, it's a sacrilege so i think whatever you're doing is just absolutely truly fantastic um yeah i mean i i should say that it, it's been a it's been an interesting six years you know we we literally have fought tooth and nail every closure we could um and we're also we're in a very almost like it feels like a weird situation now because um, we run a thing every year called Venues Day and takes place in October. And, and for the first time, 2019, October 2019, I was able to stand up at Venues Day and say there will be more v grassroots music venues trading in the UK in January 2020 than there were in January 2019. And that'd be the first time anybody had been able to say anything like that for probably 16, 17 years. And then literally, what, six eight weeks after we hit that milestone of finally the sector recovering, we're now, we're facing probably the biggest challenge that we've ever had. Yeah. I suppose with all the, the closure of the pubs, it's, it's keeping those pubs and those venues alive to, to allow these musicians to have that opportunity to play up. Because obviously with all these big festivals, they all start somewhere. So without these, these music venues, we would lose the whole chain, I suppose. Is that how it, it comes across? Yeah, exactly that. And I think, you know, it's it's they're, they're so important on so many different levels is the really, really crucial thing to get across. You know, we have a massive music industry in the UK way out way outweighs any any weight of anything else we have in the world compared to our size. You know, we're, we're, we're about the third or fourth most important nation for music. I mean, at various times in our histories, we've been the number one. But I mean, we're still quite a small island. And, you know, it's easy to talk about all those venues come from, you know, all those artists come through somewhere they come through one of these venues you know that in tunbridge wells oasis played there coldplay played there adele played there you know it's impossible to underestimate what what impact that has economically but i'd also say and, and i hope most of your listeners will understand it's not just about that these are places that 
communities gather these are places that people feel at home in they feel a strong connection to you know and every one of these closures that's happened over the last few years represents a community doesn't have that anymore you know they so the artist point is really important but there's also just the issue of you know what about what about where do all the strange and odd and alternative people go yes in, in a town like i mean you know you, you know brighton is is you know is more of a home for that sort of thing you live in a town like tunbridge Wells, it's the forum or nothing you know yeah. i mean that's it that's if you if you want to cut your hair weirdly and wear strange trousers and be in a band or become a poet or take photos that's where you're going that's where you're going to meet other people like you and that, that then becomes such an essential part of the community and without it you're losing a, a huge part of, of that community feel so um, now you um, uh, announced on Monday uh, a new campaign. Would you like to explain more about what that campaign is? Yeah, well, we've announced the Save Our Venues campaign, which is a partnership between a large number of music industry organisations and other supporters of what we do. Um, we, we've kind of taken a lead on it, but it, it's a joint shared project. We've got lots of different partners in there. And um, it basically came about because since this crisis started, um, we really started mapping what would be the impact on small venues right from the 2nd of March. We wrote our first report to government on the 9th of March, believe it or not, even before we were told to close. Um, and since then, we've written nine reports. And every time government has announced something, we've taken apart what the government has told us, really analysed it in depth for the impact it will have on grassroots music venues and gone back to them and explained exactly what the impact of all the support they're able to offer is is and this is not a political point we're, we're one sector within a lot of other sectors that are all everybody's really badly impacted this but what we've described to government is how far will what you've done get us and we gave them a date and the the date was 27th of april and that was monday just gone on the 27th of april the 35 million pounds which sounds like a lot of money but th the 35 million pounds that was available to small music venues ran out on the 27th of April. And since then, venues are losing just under half a million pounds a day collectively. So for every day that goes past without any further government support or without any different action, this this sector is accruing a half a million pounds worth of debt. We have 680 plus members in our, our group, 686 I think it is. So you can work out very quickly that's almost a thousand pounds a day. Some some of our members are only losing 10 or 15 pounds a day. You know, some of them are actually OK for a little while longer. Others are racking up debts like you wouldn't believe. And so rather like how we came about, rather how Music Venue Trust came into being, we realized, well, let, we, what we need to do as a community is we need to give people the opportunity to save these venues themselves. You know, the government isn't going to do it for you. We we can't do it. We can't save 550 plus venues at once. But you know who can save them? The audiences, the, the artists particularly. You know, we've already mentioned some famous names. Those people can do fundraising. They can, they can help those venues get past some of their costs. They can buy things, merch from them and everything else. So we wanted to create one campaign that was really clear to everybody. This is what you can do. You, nobody listening to this can save all 550 venues at once, including me. But what I can do is I can try and save the venue that I care about the most. And when I've done that one, I can move on to another one. Uh, th this this idea came to us, it came to us fully formed from Frank Turner. Frank Turner, as an artist, started playing shows just trying to raise money for a specific venue 
that he really loves and cares about that he knew was in trouble. And so far, he personally has saved five. Now, if I can clone Frank Turner and get another 100 people like that, I can save 500 venues. But you know what? I don't actually need Frank Turner, and nobody listening to this needs Frank Turner. You can do this yourself. If you love one of these venues, you can go to the saveourvenues.co.uk website. You can get involved. You can pick venues from a map that are in trouble right now and need need crowdfunders, need people to get behind them. You can go to their website and look at what merch they've got. As a, as a whole sector, we, the people who love these venues, can save them. That's what can happen. Yeah, so that then obviously it gives the, the emphasis back onto the community again and obviously brings uh, that sense of personal feel that, you know, that if you love a venue, you can actually save it yourself and as a collective instead of just as a single person. Yeah, the, the opportunity is there, you know, and, and Joe Strummer said, without people, you're nothing. And, yeah. and I, that, I, I really believe that. I really believe this community can actually save all of these venues if we choose to, you know, and all we got to do is block. I mean, you know, I'm not picking any, but look, we, we know that a lot of people are in difficult circumstances, you know, and there's a lot, there's a lot of stress and anxiety and people have lost their jobs and everything else. But you know what? A lot of us haven't, you know, a lot of us have sat around with not much to do. You know what? Take half an hour of each day just to check out how your local venue's doing Find out what their crowdfunder is. You haven't got any money. Boost up their crowdfunder with your own social media. You know, put it put it out to your friends. Maybe them have got some money. Make a little statement on your Facebook about how much they, they, this venue means to you. Make a little statement in your Twitter. Just say, just support the campaign. Tweet the hashtag Save Our Venues. Visit the website. Literally, I want everybody listening to this just to adopt a venue. Just go right, and and when that one's done, move on to the next one. <laughs> You know, we, we are a massive, massive group of people. The number of people who go to these venues every year is 12 million tickets are sold to these venues every year. You know, and okay, you know, I, I account for at least 60 or 70 of those. <laughs> and, may, and maybe there's a lot of people like me, but there's still going to be half a million, a million of us. And suddenly you say, do you know what? Could we all raise a pound a day? And, yeah. and uh, you know, and then you're like, okay, yeah, I can do that. I, I can I can get behind that. I can raise a pound a day for that venue or I can I can share their posts or do whatever else that might get them that that pound a day from me. And if I can do that and we can get 500 other people to do that, you know, on each of these venues, then then we're going to do it. We can yeah. do it. So it, it literally comes down to just almost uh, from a pound to, to anything. So anything that anyone can do is going to be a, a, a big help to stop these venues from from being lost and uh, and losing such a, a wonderful thing that this country produces. Uh, with so many talented musicians well uh, you know honestly the, the scale of the problem at the moment we have literally 17 percent of these venues 114 venues consider themselves to be safe until may the 30th all the rest so 550 plus venues are currently under under threat of being permanently closed by this crisis you know and just go and check out we're releasing these in waves as, as you know venues that are under more threat or venues are really actively in their communities and want to do something right now and we already have a hundred on the map that you can go and choose one of those to, to pick out and we'll be introducing more as more venues get in trouble we're gonna to have to fight our way through this you know we don't know when it's going to end we don't know what circumstance we're coming back in but we do know that, that as a community we can pick this as our cause through this crisis and just get it done, get it done, and they'll all reopen. Um, so, where can people uh, donate or make this uh, make this difference and and 
uh, offer their support? Where where can people head to to find this this information? Yeah, if you head to saveourvenues.co.uk, saveourvenues.co.uk, and then on there, there's a series of actions you can do. You can you can literally like choose a venue to adopt all the way across the UK. There's also we're asking artists listening to this if artists are tuned in, you can go there and you can set up a virtual uh, fundraiser online uh, using the crowdfunder website that the the um, the, the venue has set up. Um, we're also going to be doing some streaming through that website. So we're going to be listing all the gigs that are happening. So you can drop by that website, pick a pick an artist you really like that's doing something for a venue. Maybe think about that being your ticket for this week. You know, that actually we were going to go to a show this week and it was going to cost you 10 quid. Drop five quid in a hat to watch an artist that's performing a show for you now trying to save the venue you're going to go to, you know. And um, it's not just it's not solely about money, though. I want to make that really clear. You know, actually, a lot of these places are one one person operations. You know, one or two people just keeping it going, just getting behind that venue and, and shouting about the, the position they're in, making sure that everybody knows that you really care about that venue. Write to your local MP, write to your councillor, you know, put put a hashtag save our venues at the top of the thing and just say, look, what are you doing about this? You know, and I, 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 ours is a, it's a very positive campaign. You know, a lot of this is very negative. A lot of it's about who's going to close down. You know what? none of ours are going to close down unless we let them. That's yeah. it. So let's not let them. Yeah, so it is definitely sort of turning a negative into a positive and making, uh, try and make something, uh, make a difference uh, with what is going on and, and yeah, the way that, that things are at the moment. You know, we could lose everything, but if we do this, it's a very positive step and I think it's a fantastic thing that you're doing. Um, well, thank, thank you, Stuart. I mean, I, I just, you know, like I say, it's it's all about people at the end of it. It's all about people. And, and the truth is about these venues is if it wasn't all about people, they'd all be shut anyway. Nobody, <laughs> nobody's running one of these venues because they think they're going to be a millionaire. <laughs> you know, I mean, famously, Tim Perry, who runs the, the Fibbers in York for 20 years now, has had his, his footer of his email. It says, how do you make how do you make a million pounds running a grassroots music venue? To which the answer is start with two million. You know, these these are not commercial entities. You know, they're not they're not your big pub chains. They're not they're not people who are trying to. They're just communities of people who are trying to keep live music going in their in their space. And I think we all believe in that. I think you know that that's what they're about. And you know, anybody listening to this and wants to get involved, there's your opportunity to get involved. Direct direct thing you can do. Well, that's fantastic. I think that's um it's been a, a great to chat to you i think it's been a fantastic opportunity that you're doing it. i think it's a wonderful um uh, what you're doing is, is just truly truly fantastic and, and obviously i need well i'm missing live music and to have these venues when this all ends to be able to go back and have live music is is just just uh, it's so so important for today's society yeah well i mean thanks for giving us the opportunity to talk about it Stuart. i mean it, it's very important to me and i'm sure it's very important to a lot of your listeners yeah, I think it will be. And obviously, my show is very grassroots based, and I have live bands every week. Uh, so it's, uh, it's the live music is always the the biggest part of my show. Uh, so so without you, I think my show would oh, I'd lose my show to be honest. So, so thank you very much. <laughs> no worries, mate. Nice to speak to you. And you, cheers. Thank you. Thank you.